What's good? What's good? What's good, everybody? Salute over there in present time reality. Salutations. Salutations. This is episode 14, correct? I believe so, yes. Of the Terrible Reception Podcast. That's Welcome. Amazing. We have two weeks worth of podcast shows. What do you mean? For each day. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. I got you. I put it in a weird form to see if you would catch it. <laughs> I didn't. I dropped that thing. <laughs> the ball has been dropped. It has been dropped. But uh, it feels like we haven't done this in a while. I, I know, know, right? Why. That's kind of crazy. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. But uh, we've been so busy and stuff. But um, all good get, things. Uh, the intro's out the way. My name is Jay Suarez, the sexy little thing on your screen right there. Oh, damn. Or the sexy voice in your ears currently buzzing through your earlobes. And I am Parlay. Also, <laughs> the cool cat behind the mic and maybe visually to you, depending on your preference of man, style, and everything else i don't know i just i can't i can't do that for myself what i don't know like hype myself up like that I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell he just said just now <laughs> but anyway welcome as a, guys as a collective we are benetton yes um and we are one eye photography one eye photography and we are benetton apparel as well yes thank you guys for joining us once again thank you for uh Coming along for this ride, we have, like you said, two weeks worth of material now. Yeah. And it, it was kind of cool. Like I had like a, I don't know, you know, when you like step back a couple of times and you're just like, kind of almost have our own radio station. Like, I just always yeah. think things like that are like really cool uh -huh. where it's like you think of these things, they become real and then you get so caught up in it mm -hmm. that sometimes you forget like, hey. This is an accomplishment. This is, you know, whatever, whatever. So I think that's dope. If you guys are out there and you guys are accomplishing great things, but don't take time to pat yourself on the back, please take a moment to do so. Uh, that goes out to anybody. If you're a mother and you're doing a good job, if you're a father, if you're a mentor, mm -hmm. if you're a good person in general, always make sure you take time to recognize your achievements. If not, you almost get like buried in uh, things that you're not yet you know and mm -hmm. i think that's important for everybody yes sir so shout out to you guys mm -hmm. whatever you guys are doing whether you're creative or not yes um we are here for you guys here for you yes so um let's see let's get the promo out of the way okay. uh make sure to like subscribe turn on that little bell notification for you to get that notification for when we upload any kinds of videos yes um also hit up spotify if that's your uh route that you choose to listen to us mm -hmm. if you have not already make sure you hit that follow button and share with a friend or get with the wave be on title title has podcasts i was gonna say like just musically no we're not there yet <laughs> anyway and the last but not least uh apple podcasts um be sure to follow us on there leave a review leave a rating that way you can bump us up on the on the podcast list for more ears to listen to us we get some emails saying that we keep climbing the charts 
Do we? Yes. Whoa. So I guess, I don't know if people... Hopefully that doesn't... Well, it's probably going to erase itself once we jump ship. Gotcha. And go to the other. But um, yeah, I think we mentioned it in a couple of the episodes. But uh, if you see the episodes disappear for a little bit, uh, don't worry. We will be re-uploading them. Mm-hmm. Um, the third-party distributor that we've been using uh, gave me a rough time. Mm. And uh, I got a little upset with them Yes. as far as storage space and how much they were charging for it. It was a ridiculous amount of money. So I did my research and found a different company. So shout out to Podbean. 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 We will be joining you guys soon, as uh, soon as I can afford it. <laughs> we hear you guys are the number one <clears throat> yes, sir. in podcast services. Yeah, I think... Um, a lot of the big podcasts, I think uh, Joe Rogan and them are on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are very fair with their prices. Um, unlimited storage space, unlimited bandwidth, which uh, we need a lot of if yeah. we're going to continue doing this. I mean, those companies will... are pretty smart too. <clears throat> I think we were talking about it today where it's like mm-hmm. they capitalize knowing that mm-hmm. podcasts are not usually short in time. Right. So they can, you know, really charge you mm-hmm. crazy amounts sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's, I don't know. But it's then a you lose a customer like me, there like us. Mm-hmm. And then we jump ship and go to another one that will meet our needs. Exactly. For a little less money. But uh, yeah, so like I said, if you see the episodes disappear for a little bit, don't you worry. Um, if you see our, um, well, you won't see our views, but uh, um, we will see our plays yes. go down. We will bit. reroute you back yeah, home. So, um, you know, do your, um, if you want to help us out, just... Uh, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, word of mouth is the best kind of uh, promotion. Because um, we all know that Instagram algorithm is caca. 100%. But, um, yeah, so let's... Uh, that intro was very drawn on. So let's go on to our first topic, which is a song we just dropped last night. Boom. Today is... We are recording this April 24th, Wednesday. So this would probably be dropping uh, Tuesday of the following week. So uh, we have released a new song uh, entitled Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even plan on doing this. Uh, this no. was produced by Mr. Uh, Mike Banks. Mike Banks, a.k.a. Corleone. Corleone. Um, he's one of the uh, youngsters that, uh, you know, we've been dabbling with. Uh, he's given us so much production mm-hmm. in the last year or so mm-hmm. um, that I felt never fit our style, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, All like heat, but it wasn't just right. something that complemented what we particularly do. But we right. can't, you know, recently he sent me this joint mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, like this is this is definitely different for you and it's different for us. So we uh, we approached the beat. Uh, it was one of those things where the melody really came easily to me and uh, i sent it off to jay mm-hmm. he definitely messed with the vibe god damn why is he so loud today yeah i know right uh he definitely messed with the vibe and uh we started adding lyrics we went with a very uh jersey summer vibe mm-hmm. uh which you guys can hear or just a summer vibe in general Amen. but we uh <clears throat> yeah 
perspective. We try to cater to the, the Jersey peeps that follow us. We make some references on there that yeah. you um, relate to. And also anybody that's ever driven to the beach, yeah. <laughs> driven back home after a day at the beach. Hip hop is based off it. of culture. So like, you know, if you right. put little references from where you come from, I think that's what always makes it cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so Drive is out there. Um, now we can make those uh, drops with the titles and the Apple Musics and the Spotify's. What yeah. else? Deezer. I don't even know what that's Deezer, about, but yeah. we're on there, too. You guys and, can find uh, us on uh, Shazam. If you guys ever hear the song and maybe you like it. or Not the superhero. No. <laughs> not the Shaq. <laughs> no, Shazam the superhero. Shazam the music app. You can uh, uh, play our music. Well, I mean, they wouldn't find that unless they track the song and then it tracks it down True. back to us but anyway uh we are on shazam mm -hmm. we are also on napster which we found out weeks ago i think we mentioned that we it still exists napster's still around we're yeah. on there uh they say we're on pandora but that I've never, never seen us on there but no um any uh youtube music anywhere that you can listen to music we're basically on there so yeah. um if you have a preferred uh music streaming service that we have not mentioned please let us know yes uh because i found out the other day that we're on youtube music because um, we want to cater to you exactly so um yeah so drive is out uh along with a bunch of other singles that we've put out um shout out to sam <clears throat> for letting us use yeah his one of his photographs that he took that we felt uh represented the song very well and gave mm -hmm. us inspiration to use it so yes, sir that's mr obscured visuals uh we'll put his name we've mentioned them before but we'll put his name in the this video clip so yes. um you guys can follow him he's a really dope photographer yeah. same thing from mike uh <laughs> you know we're gonna put it down here so if you're an artist looking for production we will send them your way yes sir so um where do you want to start we had an interesting day today um mm -hmm. maybe want to give our listeners some insight of what we've been working on all the interesting things that have been having been yeah. happening to us recently yeah and uh just gonna go over those things so. yeah so um excuse if our energy is a little off today um we had a long day today um yes. it wasn't even that long it's just the commute into the city is always stressful and tiring yeah and um you know just riding the bus because it's definitely better to take public trans into the city especially 100%. around the time that we went into so we had a meeting today mm -hmm. at three o'clock <clears throat> with a distribution company um and we didn't really want to tell a lot of people about it because you know we don't want to jinx it or you know get our hopes too high up or expectations too uh far out there mm -hmm. so um so we'll give you like a general idea. Uh, we had a meeting today at three o'clock with a distribution company, obviously to distribute our music to the masses. Yes. Which we had met at a really fun <clears throat> uh, billionaires mm -hmm. book signing party. Right. So that that was actually a pretty good segue. So I wanted to talk about that party real quick before we get into the okay. the the the, uh, the meeting. But this party, right? Um, absolutely visually, it was yeah yeah whatever you were gonna say yeah it was just like somebody really thought it out from a visual standpoint it was like aesthetically pleasing to all the senses um basically i had gotten there before jay mm -hmm. and i kind of like texted him like i'm like yo 
this is about to be wild in a sense mm -hmm. are you close <laughs> mm -hmm. and um and it's I, funny because the whole day i was like so busy that i was like damn i'm gonna be late damn i don't even know if i should make it out there but i'm always that person that is like if i don't show up it's gonna be the greatest time ever. yeah yeah and, and it was definitely one of those days so we were we were at the uh, time warner building in uh you know my, uh, new york mm -hmm. and basically it's this uh lounge called ascent lounge ascent ascent <laughs> lounge and um it was awesome because the when you first got there there was tons of champagne glasses Mm -hmm. And there was like high-end champagne, marble floors, uh, very big open windows that outlook almost like Central Park. Um, there was girls literally dressed in fresh flowers, kind of like these whole bouquet arrangement dresses. And they were serving drinks around. Yeah. There was a girl with a snake. There was literally like very pro like huge champagne um, glasses. Yeah. <clears throat> and there were females like dancing and rolling in around in yeah. there with like confetti and, and like, cash. Yeah, it was. We had the there was, was a money was machine. A money machine. There was a like, money machine that blows money, money up, and you have air. to grab it like you guys yeah. see on a game show sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then there was fake money. Though. Yeah, and then there was also um, kind of like dancers that would like come down from the ceiling. Yeah, and there was top shelf liquor that was free all night. Mm -hmm. So you know between that and great appetizers oh and napkin killer i was just about to mention yes. that. the napkin killer napkin killer have a picture of yours actually have i'm gonna show you guys there. my yeah. photo does that look like me that's yes. hilarious do you have mine <laughs> you guys think that looks like me i do not have yours well you know what I, yeah i have mine here Mm -hmm. But just to show the audience, to get an idea, these were the girls. Here, show it in your camera so I don't do something weird in mine that I can't tell. But Oh, these are the flower girls. I don't know if you guys can see that. Yeah, so it was very extravagant in the way that it was presented. Mm -hmm. And apparently this is a billionaire. He came, like, he There's was... no dick pics in here, right? No, hopefully <laughs> not. So this is your napkin. Yes. Oop. So do you guys think that looks like him? Does that look like me? <laughs> we should put a vote, like put both pictures side by side and, and put like, a, who looks a poll like which who? one looks more like the other, yeah, like right. the person. So in turn, uh, we have a really, uh, I would say, good friend of ours in the industry, and his name is Arthur. Um, we work with him in a lot of Shout different... Arthur. Yes, we work with him in a lot of different settings. Mm -hmm. And he's been wanting to have us link up with this distribution company. Again, we're just mm -hmm. not saying names because we might be in the middle of something with that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we met one of the guys. And we asked to set up a sit-down with him. And he was kind enough to give us that. So that's what today was about. Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, we were really excited because as musicians... Uh, especially when you're an independent artist, the best thing that you could get is distribution. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you don't really want a record deal nowadays unless you want people controlling everything and owning everything you have. Yeah. But this is like the best of the both worlds. So we can go into the story of how that came. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to, like we said, we don't want to say too much because uh, we are still in talks with them. Yes. 
but I think overall, um, taking the positives out of the meeting, um, even though it was a little confusing to us, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> taking the positives out of it, um, they did say that they're going to push our content towards the next group of people, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing there's like a chain of command or a group of people that we have to pass through to see if we are marketable mm-hmm. uh, as far as uh, a brand and uh, musicians. Yeah. And um, you I, always have to be worth <clears throat> somebody's time because we, you know, we live in a world, especially New York, mm-hmm. where it's all money driven. It doesn't matter if you're talented or talent less. It's all about can we make more of this situation? Mm-hmm. And that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah, man. So, um, so what we left off with was uh, that they'll pass it on to, I guess, the content team mm-hmm. and the content team, to my assumption, because um, like I said, I don't know if we um, understood completely everything that was going on at that meeting, but mm-hmm. uh, we kind of just pitched ourselves, uh, pitched the music, pitched the videos, uh, us as a brand, mm-hmm. um, the podcast as well uh, came up. And um, they're going to push us forward and uh, we're going to hopefully hear from them next week um, and possibly have another meeting with them. So it's kind of like I I took it as like this is the uh, initial interview. Yeah. Everybody was really nice there. Uh, You know, even like the secretary had given us like waters when we arrived. Mm -hmm. It was a very professional setting, very clean. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we entered our meeting room, it was like glass windows, really Mm -hmm. cool vibe. Very nice guys as well. Um, they complimented our work in certain areas. Mm-hmm. They said our visuals were very high quality. Um, they also like enjoyed just our vibe, I guess, as personalities. And like, yes, you know, sir. that's what uh, that's what mm-hmm. gets you far. I feel like in this game. Yeah. So that gives you longevity at the end of the day. Longevity. Anybody can put out whatever that's being put out now, mm-hmm. and you'll get your fifteen minutes of fame, and then you know, on to the next. Yeah. So um, speaking of fame, in a certain sense, I felt like it was interesting mm -hmm. because, again, we have our director friend, Rock Davis. Mm -hmm. He's always working with um, he's entered a different level in his career where he's working closely with industry artists. And one of them um, was Asian Doll. And Asian Doll had recently linked up with Smoke Perp to create the song called Draco. And he had hit me up, and this was something I never expected. But Rock Davis hit me up, and he said, uh, "Can we put your mom in a video?" And I said, "What?" <laughs> and uh, he decided to use my mom for his idea in this Smoke Perp video. And I think this was really hilarious because is it his song or Asian Doll song? It's Asian Doll song featuring Smoke Perp. It's called Draco. Um, by the time you guys probably hear this podcast, I think it would have dropped the video. So go, mm-hmm. go peep that again. It's called Draco. Um, my mom and I were in the video. I'm actually, um, an art dealer in the video, a French art dealer. She's acting as if she's like a buyer. She's mm-hmm. dressed really to the T. She's looking real clean, but uh, don't give the spoiler. Exactly. There we go. I had Jay. <laughs> to stop me you're about to give away the, the, the whole thing out of the movie <laughs> go ch- oh speaking of rock rock just texted me right now okay i'm going what to new york tomorrow to 1 30 to 7 30 jesus yo this is so funny because you had mentioned this before we got on but people have been pointing out that our cameras are so like 
high quality. The videos are so high quality that you can see the lint mm -hmm. on these things. And now I'm very self-conscious about like the lint on here. So I'm like picking at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so um, so yeah, I thought it was cool seeing your mom in that video. Yeah, she she's really like, uh, my mom felt very honored and paranoid. she was she was paranoid <laughs> at the same time for sure. My mom has like, a very professional job outside of this that I'm not even gonna mention, but uh, yeah, she's just she's honored but kind of hyped at the same time. So just peep it. I, you can't you know now she's a trap mom. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like, she's walking around with a draco yeah she came in she's <laughs> like she came in my room the other day she's like hey guess what i'm like what she's like just I bought a brand new, new chopper. chopper i was like oh my god mom please just mow everybody down <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah man that that's dope man shout out to rock uh yes. for always reaching out to the crew the whenever crew. he needs some uh he said he needs somebody tomorrow yeah, he's, he hit me up for another Asian doll. I think it's a continuation mm -hmm. from the last video. I don't know how he's going to incorporate it, but yeah. We shall see. We shall Stay see. tuned. Um, Let me see what topics do we have on here. So the meeting went well. Um, I want to talk about streams yes. really quick. I was trying to pull up numbers on here as far as um so we use distrokid as our distributor so mm -hmm. there's a bunch of companies out there that um will take your music and just distribute it everywhere to all the online stores um uh we went with distrokid not mm -hmm. sure why i think we uh went between distrokid and tunecore and at the time we felt like distrokid was the best way to go yeah. for us um, i must say though distrokid uh, mm -hmm. distrokid is very convenient very easy to upload mm -hmm. and they give you a lot of um options yeah um there's a lot of stores on here there's some stores on here that i don't even knew exist but um let me see if i could pull it up on the screen so you guys can see it for the youtube list uh the youtube uh viewership i guess mm -hmm. for lack of a better term um not sure you can see that very well but these little these are all the songs we have on here. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have the project that has six songs right in the middle here. Yeah, Jay and wanted then, to do this for you guys and really give you insight. Like if you are an artist listening to our podcast, Jay just wants to give you insight on the reality of the situation as an artist, like putting your songs out for distribution mm -hmm. and how much you're really getting back, whether you're established or like in the beginning of things mm -hmm. of like, this is really how it goes. So mm -hmm. You know, don't get caught up in the uh, the hype of what you think everybody else is doing. And yeah. So, um, like I said, I don't know if you guys can see this very well in the video, but um, all these lines of the songs that we've released. Uh, this right here is the project. So that's six songs right there. Take your fingers off the screen. Pet <laughs> peeve. Mine are dry. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> and then um, all the other squares over here are the stores that we've been in or that we are currently in for each thing now there's some that have more than others i don't know what the qualifications are for those certain things and why we didn't hit certain stores and one or the other but um yeah so i wanted to show you guys that real quick and um if we go into the stats of distro kid which is pretty dope they cool. break it down into spotify itunes plus amazon and apple music uh, i'm not sure why any of the other ones aren't on here um i think there might be some partnership between like uh distro kid and uh spotify but um they mainly probably pick them because they are probably the largest and most popular platforms right 
So um, it's fairly simple to navigate this thing. Um, now the iTunes and Amazon are the purchases. So all time, we've been on DistroKid, I would say about two, three years. Yeah, just And about. the units sold have been 122. Yeah. So 122 units sold, meaning uh, songs or the actual project project that we've put up. Um, if you go on to the next one, that's Spotify. So obviously those are just streaming numbers. Uh, in the last 365 days, we've had over almost 3,000 streams, mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty dope. Yep. Um, it's not Drake numbers, but yeah. not groundbreaking numbers. But, you know, for artists as such as ourselves, we, you know, we take every stream um, as a gratitude in a sense. As gratitude. I was going to say for granted, but that's not <laughs> what I, I wanted to say, the complete opposite of that. But um, yeah, so that's Spotify. The next one is Apple Music. I was listening, not to <clears throat> cut you off, but I was uh, I was listening to a YouTuber, right? And sometimes you guys got to take certain things into perspective because we live in a world of numbers and something like, you know, we might reach like 130 to, you know, 170 views sometimes on our podcast. And then like, we'll put a music video out and if we're putting money behind it, it'll be like 18,000 people. So 3,000 people in a sense is a large number because the YouTube YouTuber was explaining if you put 3,000 people in a venue or in a room, mm -hmm. you would understand how many people that is. Mm -hmm. So whether these people are listening to your music from your area or worldwide, you have to understand that 3,000 people or listeners are a lot. And then out of those 3,000 people, you never know who's passing on your music or your art to somebody else. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, never feel never doubt yourselves or like mm -hmm. never feel bad about your numbers. If you even you're like, Oh, I have 75, like 75 people invite 75 people to your house and realize like, that's a large amount. Like I know for the internet world, it might not seem like a lot and people might laugh at that. But at the same time, if you're not backpedaling, you're making progress. So just, you know, take that into consideration. Yes, sir. So let me see. That's another trend. So that was Apple Music, Spotify. I was looking at the Apple Music one. There's so many freaking things on here that's pretty fucking dope. So there's a lot of like bars and graphs and um usually like the ones that you see that are higher, it might be the day that we drop the song. Mm -hmm. So like we're maybe getting a peak in like the plays mm -hmm. from that day. And you know, they taper off like even if you listen to your favorite song, you might listen to it for the first week over and over and over. But yeah. after that, I mean, everybody has their um, their the, the thing is that there's so much music going out every day that God damn you. I know, right? Jesus. The revenge. This thing doesn't hard. like pass by any time during the day. Yeah. And it's not as loud. No, but this anyway. is how it is. It's like I feel like when you're a photographer <laughs> at a wedding or like an event. It's like the time where you always want to bring up your camera is when somebody wants to like move right in front of your camera. Mm -hmm. Never the parts like, you know, the, the moment you decide to pick up your camera or the, the moment you decide to start speaking. So. Joe Schmo with the damn camera. Yeah. With the iPhone. <laughs> That's how it is. But uh, yeah, so the, the it looks like uh, Apple Music has more analytics Yeah. as far as they break it down by streams by track, streams by albums. Uh, if we made it on any top 20 playlists, uh, streams by type, offline streams, mm -hmm. streams by source, like it'll tell you, um, 
if we've been played on any desktops as far as you know Macs or PCs. Windows PCs and stuff like that. Um, listening stats it tells you how many times the songs were paused. Okay. Seventeen percent manually changed seven percent of the time. Mm. Uh, it's been skipped seven uh, percent of the time and it's played through his entirety fifty three percent of the time. That's so cool. that's pretty dope. Um, and then he streams by device. Obviously, mobile devices are the the popular thing. Yeah. So it's ninety eight point four percent of it. Wow. Um, so these type of statistics, I would say, probably help you to when you guys are doing your promotions or your marketing, you're knowing how to go about it through these statistics. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, all these statistics are from day to day, month to month, week mm -hmm. to week, and you know you guys get the percentages and the addition of all the plays quarterly. And that means that the music year is usually cut up into two parts, the first quarter, second quarter. Some, you know, it depends on how there's a lot of people in the industry say there's four quarters and this and that, but like, you know, mm. usually it's like two. And yeah. that's why people specifically put out albums at certain times because there's certain deadlines in the music industry. If you're a really big artist and stuff like that, you're trying to put out an album when everybody else is before holidays and stuff like that because the industry shuts down for the holiday if one of your friends are trying to make you feel bad that they have a meeting around christmas this is usually not happening mm -hmm. all throughout january it's like the end of january that's the only time when everybody starts coming back from family vacations and stuff and you know mm -hmm. that's the music biz type stuff it's kind of just trying to give people perspective as far as um you know where we're at um because i don't know if anybody has the misconception that we're doing very very well yeah though numbers wise we're happy where we are but of course we would want to be a lot yeah you know in a lot more places you that's know the saying? humble side of us speaking <clears throat> deep down inside we're just like we hate these numbers yeah <laughs> we definitely want them higher but you know like i said earlier we appreciate all the streams and anybody mm -hmm. helping out by uh, playing the songs whenever they can and um you know, just doing your part as far as, you know, promoting us yeah. either on Instagram, Twitter, um, promoting the YouTube and stuff like that. So. Jay and I were having a discussion where, you know, we're trying to be as transparent with you guys as our listeners, mm -hmm. because sometimes we feel that, um, you know, we work very hard um, to give you guys quality, mm -hmm. whether that's visually or sonically. And sometimes we feel like it's a great thing to have, but sometimes it doesn't work in our favor because... If we're talking about the smoke and mirrors game, people might think that you have it all together, that you have a big machine behind you, but that's just off a of presentation. It's like it's like you judging somebody that has like this whole extravagant outfit, top designers on, Gucci shoes, all this other stuff, because that's what people kind of base people off of. You know, they say like your fashion represents you without you opening your mouth. Right. But that person might be like going through a struggle, like financially yourself and then you have the guy maybe in something that looks less uh label trendy or all that other stuff and maybe he has more money so in our situation we take pride in our presentation and quality but sometimes we feel that we don't have the adequate uh support that we need as independent artists because we enter the zone of oh yeah you know they probably have they're probably signed they probably have money you know we see that they have nice mics or cameras these are all things that you know 
we've taken time to invest in, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that our situation are great. Like Jay and I are still artists. Mm -hmm. We still have to pay bills and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. today was an eye opener and a reality where it's like, we have in our hearts and our minds and all this stuff, like great quality music, great quality visuals. But when we have these meetings, it's a numbers game. It's always mm -hmm. been like that. Do you guys have the most followers? Do you guys have mm -hmm. the most plays? And when we when we show like these moderate numbers, you know, that's not impressive to people. So we always tell you guys, in all honesty, this is the only way we can truly advance is when you get support from your followers, mm -hmm. your fans, your friends, your family. And that's why it's so important. So again, if you guys have that understanding, that concept, and you truly want to help us out, just keep spreading the word about our podcast, about our music, about our clothing, whatever aspect of what we do that you enjoy, just spread it and we'll do the same for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. One hand washes the other. Exactly. So you pretty much said everything I wanted to say. I'm sorry. So there goes that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just want to piggyback off that and just stress the importance of people just playing our music and just telling anybody about us and, you know, just, just supporting anything as far as purchasing merch. Um, like we mentioned a couple episodes ago, we don't do crack. And we don't no. do cocaine or anything as far as, you know, we, we take the money and we always reinvest it, mm -hmm. um, whether it be $5 or $20 or a hundred dollars. And you um, guys get something in return. It's not mm -hmm. like we're just asking you guys for free money. Right. If you pay for a t-shirt, you get a really cool t-shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a track that might make your day feel better. Like you going to work, like you have some dope song you can listen to, you know, it, we're not asking for anything for free. Mm -hmm. so. And we, we're always willing to work for everything, you know, and we're always appreciative. So if you give us a shout out, we try to give you a shout out right back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because we, we, we want to show appreciation for you guys. Yes. Because uh, you, you guys, especially the ones that are always pushing us and always promoting our stuff and always tagging us and always like post, posting us on their stories or on the timelines. Uh, you don't have to do that, mm -hmm. but you do. And we really appreciate that. And, you know, something as small as that can go a very, very, very long way for us. You exactly. Because I mean? so, you might um, have somebody following you that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. And if, like, reposting something is just another or a different way of opportunity where you might not even be aware of your network. And even if it doesn't work for you, mm -hmm. it might work for somebody else that you know. Right. And I think that's the most important and the most um expansive way of growing each other's businesses in 2019 mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah that that brings me to the that video that i saw the other day i think you probably saw it the dick riding video did you see that one no i didn't where this guy's uh saying that there's no such thing as dick riding your friend oh yeah yeah no that. i saw that i saw that I saw that. so for anybody that's not understanding we're not actually physically talking about writing a penis because somebody actually because i posted um an excerpt from mm -hmm. that video mm -hmm. that day after and somebody like literally asked in my comments like they they couldn't tell they're like are you talking about metaphorically or like physically because physically could be like actually like like relaxing and i'm like are you kidding was it a female yeah okay that was interesting hey don't shade on the guys that like doing that too but <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be relaxing for me no nah. <laughs> but um yeah so th that brings me to that topic because it's like it doesn't take much to support your friend. 
And I don't know what it is about, and I'm not saying this to anybody in particular, none of my friends or any of your friends or whatever, but um, it doesn't take much for somebody to just like post something on your, if you don't want to post it on your timeline, I get it aesthetically, you may, you want your page a certain way, whatever. Uh, but there's the IG story, which gets more attention anyway, you know, just give us a shout out, you know, mm-hmm. not asking for much. Um, if you don't like our music, push it to somebody that may like it. You mm-hmm. know, if you don't like the podcast, push it to somebody that may like it. Mm-hmm. Or you must be crazy because you've been through 14 episodes of these. <laughs> and if it takes you this long to figure out if you like something or not, then thank you for sticking yeah. with it. But um, And this is not know. us wanting to force something that doesn't have appeal. It's like we get a lot of feedback mm-hmm. on how people enjoy our podcast, how people enjoy our chemistry, how people enjoy the topics and the conversations we're having to give you guys mm-hmm. a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to take that response mm-hmm. and flip it and trying to expand. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just talking about us either. It's um, talking about anybody with a small business. Cause I feel like Instagram and Facebook has been building towards um, forcing people to use their ads uh, in order to reach their own followers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Hate that stupid algorithm. It's like you built up this, huge following of let's say for us for example we have over eleven thousand followers on on instagram yeah but we post something and it maybe it'll show to like 400 people Mm -hmm. and i find that very unfair for anybody that's uh trying to start a small business yeah um because one you would have to come out of pocket to pay for these ad spaces uh or sponsored sponsored posts so that you could even get it in front of your own followers which i find stupid ridiculous well the thing is it's like you achieve something i feel it's like anything like this in life it's like you achieve a good credit score you know all these other things and then it's like well you're gonna have to pay somehow because Mm -hmm. there's gonna be a moment where that achievement becomes null and void so that's the same thing where it's like oh you've achieved eleven thousand followers but at the end of the day you want to get somewhere further we are a business Mm -hmm. you we need to see your wallet that's basically what it comes down to which i get it i get it everything's a business everything's about money but god damn bro like i know post the shit chronologically put it this put the shit back nobody wants to okay i get it polls are cool whatever but come on yeah we asked for something so simple but anyway um just to wrap that idea up is just support your friends mm-hmm. um whether they have a photo booth fitness business whether they have a blog or a page or something like that yeah. it doesn't take if your friend's takes, a chef right. if your friend's growing their own weed farm mm-hmm. if your friend's a politician whatever somebody decided mm-hmm. to get into they're a damn masseuse shout them out mm-hmm. make them the dopest masseuse on the planet yeah don't go to Massage Envy. Send mm-hmm. more clients to, to your friend. Your masseuse friend. Yeah. Which is crazy to me, man. Anyway, but we like we like uh, supporting other people. That's why we have the gallery. Yeah. We have the gallery. I mean, we have our little the followers that watch our... <laughs> why do I call them little followers? <laughs> but we have our followers that follow us consistently um, and always support us. So, you know, whether you get one or two new followers, that's more than what you had yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the so, thing is, you guys have to realize them. when it comes to small business, it can become big business mm-hmm. because you're actually keeping all your money amongst your circle and your community. Amen. So actually, now that you mentioned that, a really dope thing that uh, a friend of mine uh, did was 
really, really cool was um, she booked me mm-hmm. for a gig while I'll be at a wedding. So she's the uh, cousin mm-hmm. of a groom that I'm going to attend his wedding. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Earl. He listens on Spotify. Hey. But uh, I wanted to thank them for, you know, trusting us and trusting me since I'll be on the trip to shoot their engagement photos. Nice. And one thing that stuck out to me from the conversation I had with her was she said that she was looking for a photographer out there. Uh, She contacted somebody. They gave her the numbers and what they get. And she said that she would rather pay or keep the money in the family. Yeah. So that mentality is the type of mentality that you should have. Yeah. So if your friend owns a bodega, don't go to Quick Check to get your sandwiches. You know what I mean? Or... Like we mentioned earlier, if your friend is a masseuse, don't go to massage envy. Go to your friend or push people to go to your friend because mm-hmm. you never know how far that person can get yeah. with their small business. You know if they're I mean? good so, at what they do, there's no reason why they shouldn't have that exposure. Amen. So, so, yeah, with that said, like a lot of great things have been happening to us, uh, you know, outside of the main struggles that happen every day. Um, like, the, you know, I was... We've been shooting a lot of music videos this year and we've been doing a lot of weddings and you know we've had a lot more sit downs with couples inquiring about our weddings mm-hmm. which is a great thing that means we're always headed in a in a great direction people mm-hmm. are spreading the word mm-hmm. and um whether we go whether we get booked or not at least we're sitting in front of a bunch of people you exactly know I mean? so and i think and we things, appreciate anybody that's referred us like amazing things happen like and i feel like careers take off in so many different ways fashions and manners that you know you don't expect it sometimes like the other day um because i shot music videos for a couple of uh, artists and friends that i know of uh a comedian hit me up the other day and they said are you interested in going to bali indonesia with me to do some documentary footage and i said uh are you kidding (laughs) So it's one of those situations where yeah. Jay's going to Portugal uh, in Ibiza and I'm going to Bali in a couple of weeks to follow this comedian to create content for them. So, um, yeah, like it's just funny how life works in the entertainment industry. One week you're having meetings and you're traveling the world and the next one you kind of feel uh, what's what's a good word? Um disgruntled disgruntled or ignored you feel like you're not on top of the world like we have our ups and downs i see like some of our friends or colleagues like they'll get like this great shoot like just for an example or something funny like you know you'll have friends that you know have been working hard for a long time and they start shooting jay-z and you're like oh damn they got a jay-z gig i'm actually proud of them but i should be doing better and then they have their low where they might not be shooting for a couple months mm-hmm. after that Jay-Z gig. And now they see you and you're you're shooting Beyonce. And they're like, mm-hmm. you know, just keep, be competitive in a healthy sense. Always strive to be better as an individual through each other. It's kind of like going to the gym mm-hmm. with your friend. If, if you guys are benching, you're not, you know, if your friend needs somebody to, you know, be their safety, you're not going to let the weights fall on them. And you shouldn't do that as businesses. You you shouldn't let you shouldn't be there to see people fail. You should be there to help them push to be better and stronger through their businesses. So, so support your friends. Have a healthy competition where you guys are getting better and achieving mm-hmm. that way. But don't like bad mouth 
mm-hmm. uh, the other people just because they are getting gigs that you might have mm-hmm. wanted. Or you're all in the same boat. Because you, know you never know when you're gonna, when you're gonna need them. Because um, <clears throat> it's happened to us recently where we've accidentally either double booked ourselves or uh, somebody contacts us for work, and unfortunately, we already booked for that particular day. So we reach out to our close friends and yeah. people that we trust uh, to fill in that that void uh, that may be left there. Because yeah. um, even if you have your own business, your friend has their own business, and right. if you can pass on the work because you trust and believe in their business and like their work and quality and value mm-hmm. you know i think that's the greatest thing that's the greatest backup to have yes sir so, so yeah man so uh you had mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um i think we're we're done with this topic right yeah I mean, we could go on for days so. and days oh yeah 100 percent. i think that's enough for, for yeah. to settle in with others yeah to wrap it up just just support your friends man just give them a little shout out on your Instagram stories, if the timeline is too much for you, but um, you know, they they, they work hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know we do. Um, I don't know anybody that works as hard as we do. Um, and any little action is uh appreciated. So um, so we'll wrap that up and uh, we'll go on to the next topic. Uh, you had mentioned earlier something about a stripper story. Oh yeah, that I want to be yeah. interested in. No, it's funny. I was on um. I don't know. I was. I think it was D. Ray Davis. Like I saw, like he had something about a stripper story, and it like triggered one of mine for when I uh, first went to a strip club, first strip club experience, and I thought it was funny. You know, I like to share uh, share my stories with you guys. Mm-hmm. I know the people random. enjoy your story. So. <laughs> so I was with uh, GT and Dan Ang. I'm putting you guys on blast. I think I was also with Feldhammer. Daniel Feldhammer. I was with the crew. Who the hell is Daniel? Daniel. (laughs) So I was with the crew. um, And they decided, okay, we're going to go to the strip club. So I was like, all right, cool. I've never been to a strip club. As a young man, you want to see what it's about. You know, sex sells. So we go down and I think it's a club called Delilah's Den, something like that. I think it was in South Jersey, right? Sounds fancy. Yeah, no, it sounds fancy, but it was far from it. So we get there. Um, There was a bouncer. He ID checks us, you know, your heart races the first time. It's like if you're smoking weed for the first time or you're drinking, you know, if you're underage or, you know, again, it's your first time experience. You have a little bit of adrenaline rush. So. I'm sitting there, I'm watching these strippers on stage, and the most non-attractive and unsexual type of vibe comes because I see two strippers on stage, and mind you, they're gorgeous, beautiful bodies, everything else, they're yawning. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, like these strippers are yawning, like there's nothing sexy about that. They look like they're like having the worst time of their lives. I'm sure there's a fetish for that. There probably if is you go a fetish on Pornhub and you look up yawning. I'm sure something right. Will somebody's pop up. like, but maybe they're they like watching off. somebody's mouth like open wide or it's something. Like, oh my God. So like, so I'm like, okay, this is like okay experience from my first, you know, strip club type of ordeal. Wait, you thought that was okay? <laughs> I thought it was okay because like you know like before or after the the stripper started yawning. No, I was like, okay, it's gonna be cool, but then I saw them yawning. Oh, I'm like, okay. is this part? Like, is this okay. part of the deal? So it's this part of the deal. my friend Dan says, "Hey, Rich, you want a lap dance?" And I said, "You know what? Let's go for it." So he's like, "I bought you a lap dance." I'm like, "I appreciate it." So Dan's like, he points to this back room, right? And there's this stripper. Um, she's like, you know, sometimes you expect like a stripper to be super thick or whatever. She was like fit. She was like kind of petite. 
and petite biscuit. Petite biscuit, and she like <laughs> petite biscuit. Oh, petite biscuit. Okay, <laughs> but I but I was like, you know, I was there in the back room, and um, the back room. She starts grinding on me. Hey, you know what I'm saying? As a guy, your only reaction is uh, you know, you start getting a little swollen. <laughs> So, if you want to call it, that. if you want to call it that, I'm just trying to be a little discreet. You never know who's watching. <laughs> so, I kind of like I'm a very uh, nerdy or corny person at times. So I said, you know, to her, I was like, oh, I should have wore sweatpants. And then she turned around. She's like, we're usually against that. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Then I'll I'll stick to my jeans. <laughs> so no, then you're gonna rip off your jeans? No, I got some sweatpants under here. So I think I was like 20, 21, 22. I was within that age bracket, right? So I'm like, I said, uh, are we allowed to touch you? Like, how does this go? She's like, only if I want you to touch me. And I said, cool. And she was like, she was stern, but she was still nice. She's like, mate, like I'm having my first experience. She probably doesn't realize that. So she's like, all right, touch my ass. I think she got that when you were like, damn, I should have worn my sweatpants. Exactly. <laughs> this is his first time. So, Can we touch you? So, no, sir. So in my in, in my awkward fashion, I was like, oh, my God, your ass is so soft. And, and she was she was just like, she's like, yeah, uh, actually lotion nine times a day. And I said, wow, that's a lot of dedication. <laughs> to sit there and lotion your ass nine times a day that takes a lot of dedication i'm in this back room but i still have like a peek through of the curtains seeing my friends watch the girls on the stage Mm -hmm. so i see one girl and she's got like she's a she's a little she's she's more of a big girl right so this big girl kind of straddles gt right and he has his hat and my friend has this thing with his hat like don't mess with his hat so I literally see her left, lift her right titty, slap him in the face, take his hat, wear it, and walk away. Whoa. He stood up like the Hulk. <laughs> he stood up like the Hulk and tried to get his hat back, mm-hmm. but couldn't. So he never got the hat back. So he never got the hat back. So that was like the... He f- always wore hats. I think he still does, right? Uh, Yeah, he always wears hats. So that was like my first experience. And then second time around... I wear glasses. It's obvious. Somebody's <laughs> like, too. hey, we're going to go somewhere for lunch. It's a surprise. So I said, okay. And that day I didn't have my glasses. So I'm in a strip club squinting oh my God. with like a six piece of chicken wings in front of me where like some girl is like twerking, but all of it is a blur and it's <laughs> dark in there. So forget about it. It's not happening. It was a waste of that person's money. All you see is like the ring light. That was it. That was so it. funny. But that was my first strip club experience and i thought like okay i'm not strip club's not for me okay like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be the last rapper you see in a strip club Mm -hmm. unless i know somebody that works there somebody invites me out because my experience i was like first you're paying for blue balls two i can never like not get that out of my head that strippers are yawning and third i was just like you know what this is this is not my place to ask questions. <laughs> That's not stupid questions like that. No, I probably wouldn't do that at this age, but I was still young and very I just curious. Picture you like tapping your shoulder, like, "Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. Can can I touch you?" Yeah, that was it. Was uh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what. Sometimes you're there. You're just standing there. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. you're this random chick. Like, sure, you can go to the club, and some girls might grind on you. But this was a whole different like 
Are we supposed to be doing something? <laughs> <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> Just so take funny. this dance. <laughs> Just take this dance. So, um, I guess to go off of that too, the uh, I've only had maybe two, max three strip club experiences. Wildest experience. Let's go. What? Most wild experience. Let's mm, go. None of them are wild. No. Uh, at all. That's why I don't go to strip clubs. Gotcha. Um, the first one was like when I was like, oh, how about the, check this out? <laughs> my phone just landed. Check on my this face. out. I'm gonna hit you with a cool question. If Jay Suarez had to create a strip club, mm-hmm. what would it entail? Like, what would make your strip club different and better than the rest of the strip clubs in the U.S. of A? Well, I can't say that because I've only been to two. <sighs> Well, based off of that experience, what would you do to improve your strip club from your experience? Get more enthusiastic strippers. So, so but see, that's so what is I'm this saying. A common, like, is this a common this, thing? Is this? I a, don't know. That's what I'm saying. So I've only got to two. Listen, if you're a stripper and you're listening to the Terrible Reception podcast, can you tell us? Are you unenthusiastic or unmotivated to go to your job that you end up yawning? Mm-hmm. Or what was your experience? I went when I was about 22 okay it was for my birthday i invited a few friends or whatever and then i sat at the i guess would be the the bar area the bar okay away from the bar area the bar area more like the the girls would be dancing on this platform and then you're just like chilling towards the bottom right it's like a hibachi station kind of yeah Yeah. that's actually the best way to explain it. sexual hibachi yeah with two poles or whatever maybe that should be the name of the strip club that we create sexual hibachi sexual i like that all right yeah get served sauce it up <laughs> <laughs> um so my experience wasn't pleasant mm-hmm. um i just don't like being harassed by people like yo you need to dance what's up you want to dance i'm like no nah, man just let me chill you, you said, can't nah, make... man nah man what kind of strip club was you <laughs> nah man as <laughs> a generalized i guess so, yeah. whatever it's 2019 That's i guess awesome. i shouldn't have done that but um what was i saying so that just i don't like the aggression yeah you can't make eye contact with any of them because then they go straight to you like hey you want to dance want to go to your back whatever why do they keep sounding like that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's the voice i used to imitate people (laughs) it sounds like hey my name big bertha you want to dance and you're just like oh so i was sitting in the hibachi station (laughs) and uh imagine you now eating teriyaki while seeing some twerk yeah i don't know if i I mean i don't know i hear the food that strip clubs are actually pretty good from what i hear but anyway sitting at the hibachi station this one girl comes up to uh me and somebody else that i was where there with i forget who it was but Mm -hmm. um my first time there so i have my little singles in my hand like i'm ready you pop so this girl's just like slowly walking up probably like the same vibes that you got with the yawning strippers okay and uh this one was just like puts her boobies out Mm. does one of these Mm. and i'm like expects you to pay 50 dollars, right okay like i mean can you like i literally asked i was like hey can you do something like i don't know if that's know like what proper it, you, stripper etiquette you know but, what gets me it's kind of like east coast uh homeless bums and i hate to say it like that but it's like east coast home homeless bum, bums in the sense that like you know why they're homeless because they didn't want to work hard versus like west coast bums or homeless people they work for the money that they're asking from you like they would tell a joke to make your day they would compliment you mm-hmm. they would do something to entertain you yeah. to work for their money mm-hmm. versus east coast it's like just give me 
Mm-hmm. Like there's this there's this East Coast entitlement mm-hmm. where it's like just give me money, mm-hmm. and you're just like, what did you do though? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing for you mm-hmm. strippers. I don't know if we're knowledgeable enough to talk about this. No, we're not. We're not. So. I'm just saying we've probably had really bad experiences. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to tell us what a good strip club is, mm-hmm. we will revisit and have another discussion on the podcast of how this experience might have been better than the others because I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. And it's also because I'm like, we're struggling artists. Yeah. Like, I feel like the strippers should pay us yeah. to show up. Cause that would be nice. <laughs> throw some money at me please (laughs) i need it i'm poor how do you guys feel about strip clubs do you feel like it's degrading to women or they put themselves in that position is that the only thing they can do like they get paid well does it compensate for all the struggle i'm sure they're fine yeah um anyway (laughs) so in celebration of avengers endgame dropping in a few days yes i'm looking forward to seeing that we're Actually uh-huh. got me a ticket. I like yes, that. Sir. Thank you, sir. I take uh, scolding very nicely. Scolding? Yeah. Oh. I went to watch a movie once. You were like, I like that kind of movie. Why don't you ever invite me? I'm exactly. like, well, damn, bro. That's, okay. like, that's like me keeping my <laughs> keto cookies away from you and saying, no, Jay, you can't have one. That's different. I didn't, oh, bake, it's different? I didn't bake the movie. You baked those cookies. That would be a kind of an <laughs> asshole move for me to take the cookies you baked. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to express some thoughts okay about sunday night okay and i've expressed this on my uh social media accounts okay. but if you don't ca- if you catch me monday mm-hmm. and you see me crying mm. just hold me it's because you had too much butter in your popcorn no just and... just hold me okay don't ask no questions just All right. grab my head put it to your shoulder and I'll probably let out a very ugly sob. Damn. That's quite like... And wet your shirt. That's quite uh, <laughs> awkward. Yes. Because I'm just like, uh, this is not usually how you act. Yeah. But okay. So I got you. I say that because I got tickets for Sunday night. Okay. And I'm crossing my fingers that by the next time I record another podcast, mm-hmm. that I haven't physically assaulted somebody for ruining a movie for me that's well, built up over 10 years. My man Tony Stark, mm-hmm. I think, is going to hold the situation down. Prediction. Who do you think is going to die? Who's going to die? Um, To be honest, well, I definitely think Ant-Man's coming back. They gave us that preview at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp. Well, like, everybody's coming back, I think. Everybody's coming back. I get you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Who's going to die? You know who's the symbol? You know what? They're going to have it symbolic, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely got to be someone like Captain America. Where they all look up to mm-hmm. that like he's he's a symbol of america he's the leader he's always been positive so i feel like it's either captain america or to be honest black panther black panther they they announced black panther no too. no well yeah no dr strange is not going anywhere they no, no. announced dr it's, strange i too. mean it's, it's either it's either stark or captain america but like stark i feel like is going to be a solution but he might have to sacrifice himself a second time mm-hmm. just to, mm-hmm. you know. I have a theory that I heard Okay, that I'm going to pitch to you and you see if it's valid or not. Gotcha. So the rumor is that there's going to be some kind of time travel. Well, sure. Between right. Doctor Strange and what, in a sense, Ant-Man could do. Because Ant-Man, you have to realize, even though outside of his superpowers, mm-hmm. he's entered the same realm 
that Wasp's mother mm -hmm. entered where she can heal people and mm -hmm. do things with time and energy. Mm -hmm. So, so, so there's going to be some kind of time travel, right? Okay. So I read a theory somewhere that said that they are going to back in, going back in time. Who or how? To, uh, the remaining Avengers, the ones okay. that didn't get dusted. Gotcha. They're going to go back in time to try to get the stones before Thanos gets it, right? Okay. So the theory is that somehow Steve Rogers, Mr. Captain America, is going to stay behind as some kind of sacrifice. And he's going to stay back in his time before he was frozen. Okay. And that's how he's going to, quote unquote, die. Gotcha. My prediction is... If they really want to go out with a bang, somebody's got to die. Yeah. If anybody, Steve Rogers. Yeah. Captain America. Pass the torch. Like to I said, else. it's symbolic. And he I think, is known as the head of the Avengers. And I think if they want to hit us hard, definitely go with that. Hit us harder, at least for me, it would mm -hmm. be Tony. But I think Tony's going to retire. Yeah. After, I think Tony's going to do his thing. After Captain America dies. Tony is the most uh, insightful because he has been throughout all the movies. Like, he mm -hmm. saw all this coming. It's just everybody was kind of like, nah, mm -hmm. like, we'll be all right. And even mm -hmm. if we do, you know, we'll die, blah, blah, blah. But mm -hmm. Tony is, he's got a lot of brains. Mm -hmm. Strange has the manipulation out of everybody. Well, Strange got dusted, so. Yeah, I know. But, like, I feel like somehow, even if he's dusted, mm -hmm. he's going to work some magic within the equation. That people, mm -hmm. yeah, I see. So your that. prediction is Captain and America's gonna get it. Captain America gonna get it. He's gonna be the sacrifice. The rest are like, you know, Spider Man and everybody else. It's like, um, I feel like everybody's coming back because yeah, but I'm saying certain people are going to be more useful mm -hmm. against Thanos mm -hmm. due to their superpowers mm -hmm. or their intelligence mm -hmm. rather than other people. So like, I feel like. Big game players are Stark, mm -hmm. our Ant Man, mm -hmm. and our Doctor Strange. Like mm -hmm. those are my three. So Ant Man's gonna shrink, shrink. It's gonna go into Thanos's ass, and then he's gonna himself. he's gonna do it in a different way. Where I don't know if it's going to be the height or size mm -hmm. manipulation as much as it as it is through uh, what do you call it, the micro realm, the quantum realm, quantum realm. Yeah. So like I feel like. I think that's going to be his big con contribution. Yeah. And one thing that I was reading about that I'm very excited about is that Hawkeye is going to have a big piece okay. in this because I'm a big fan of Hawkeye, the okay. character. And uh, I hear they're working on a Netflix series for Hawkeye, which I'm very excited about because I feel like he's super underrated. Mm. And um, I didn't appreciate the uh, insults that he was getting at the party that we were at the other oh, day. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> the pew, pew. The, the Fuck that, man. He's actually one of the funniest ones in the animated the animated series. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. And um, so once I finish that, so the movie is at six o'clock. They say the runtime is about three hours and like 58 seconds or something. That's amazing. So we'll be out there till like nine ish. Okay. And then immediately after that, I'm going to uh, either my house or Saniel's house to watch Game of Thrones. Nice. And I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but this is the final season. Mm -hmm. There's only six episodes. And the episode that they showed last week mm -hmm. tied in a lot of loose ends, tied in a lot of, a lot of things came full circle Okay, as far as like character development. Because a lot of characters, 
either knew each other and then separated and then finally came back together mm. or they beefed mm. and now they have to come together to fight a common enemy see unfortunately like i feel <clears throat> like game of thrones is something i would definitely be into i just didn't catch on Watch. when it first started it's Neither just like I. anything else i've never watched episodes of the walking dead there's only mm -hmm. certain things i've caught on to but this is something i'm actually interested in catching up on you should yeah so i didn't start it from the beginning i actually started like when it was on season four okay so i caught up to season four right before season five started okay. i finished the last episode of season four right. so now this episode on sunday is supposed to go down okay because uh what they call the white walkers mm -hmm. are like the undead army yeah of people that have died and risen or whatever so he has this huge army of people that are coming over to this one spot and just gonna kill everyone mm. so the predictions are that there's gonna be a lot of people that are dying a lot of huge characters mm. uh are dying uh, on sunday always so, sounds like a medieval you know sum up it's like yeah, okay it's, everybody's gonna it's dive in, some plague or it's type of apocalypse it's going to be insane because uh they say that it's supposed to be the largest mm -hmm. the longest fight scene ever filmed in history what yes in, in film, history film tv anything it's the longest fight scene ever recorded on wow. film so i'm very excited about that now the episode i think is about an hour and some change okay so once the episode's over, there's still three more episodes. So I'm wondering how they're going to finish this up. So nice. uh, there are predictions of who may die. And there was a lot of things in last week's episode that I was like, damn, they're setting up for this guy to die. That's crazy. And there's a lot of fa people's favorite characters too. And one thing that Game of Thrones is known for is just like not giving a damn about anybody's feelings. Wow. And they hit you. Not like the Marvel Universe. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, they should have just hit us harder. But this still kill your favorite character no problem That's season crazy. one like one of the biggest characters the main character dies <laughs> Damn. yeah so that's a little spoiler for you i'm sorry but that's cool, that's cool um but yeah so going to see avengers hopefully nobody spoils anything because mm. i'm gonna throw hands i'm not a violent man but if no, you no. spoil this for me social media spoils it for me i'm throwing hands when star wars comes around <clears> and like i mean the new star wars trailer gave me like chills like for mm -hmm. me just as a fan I look forward to every like those are my Christmas presents where I'm like, okay, it's dropping in December. I can't wait to see this. But that's how it is. Like if if there's people that start speaking on it, mm -hmm. like in the first day of it coming out, and they're like, oh, blah blah blah, that and such and such dies, and I hate that. I don't get what what people like. People get off on that. Yes, shit? uh huh, hundred hundred percent. I was gonna annoying. say people take pride in like ruining it for others. So annoying, man. Yeah well it's the same thing like some people be like oh that movie was ass but it's like mm -hmm. no that's just like your perception of how mm -hmm. the movie was like i never take anybody's um yeah, you gotta go in there you gotta watch see them. it for yourself yeah. so um so yeah so i'm gonna watch Endgame six o'clock and right after that watching game of thrones i'm gonna be in my fields don't don't talk to me on monday unless you want to give me a hug and console me um <laughs> if anybody knows a good therapist let me know because i'll no. probably need him on monday <laughs> it's too much uh, it's too much pop culture hitting you Yo, way too much way too much because it's like years and years and years of build-up mm. for both things yeah, yeah it's like the marvel universe what 12 years of build-up 11 uh, 11 12 years of build-up for this moment i would say so yeah we started with iron man mm -hmm. and which i was really happy which i was, was like, like 2007 2008 yeah and then you know it wraps up with this and then they start off with and the unfortunately what did they say about stanley it's like the last the last 
mm-hmm. two or three movies or like his last appearances. Uh, this is his last uh, cameo. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's actually called Endgame. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, man. That's crazy. But it's epic. Yeah. I think he deserves that as a mm-hmm. as a writer, as a creator of all this. This is like the perfect movie for him to like yeah. be the last one. So, yeah. shout out to Stan Lee. Shout out to Stan Lee. <laughs> Rest, Rest in peace. power. Rest <laughs> in power. Um, and then Game of Thrones is on season eight now. So it's been over eight years, maybe nine years, because they took a break last year. As um, an old man, my goals are to be as cool as Stan Lee, mm-hmm. glasses included. Mm. Yeah, you are wearing similar glasses. And I'm going to, like, maybe I'll just, like, cut all this off, just have the mustache. And you have to have the slick back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, prepared. Like, I know some people may not think about it, but I think about, like, my stages of adulthood of how I'm going to, like, uh, what is that, groom myself mm-hmm. to be cool and appropriate at each one without, like, having, like, dad vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be, like, Beckham. As a dad, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be like, what's his name that dances on IG with the girl? Oh, Gianluca. I'm going to be like Gianluca in my <laughs> 60s, right? And then I'm going to be like Stanley in my 70s. Damn, that's but, like a big drop off of Gianluca. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like, I get to chill at that point. I get to be funny. I get to be mm-hmm. that guy, that old guy that yeah, and... makes people laugh. They're like, you know what? You're you're a nice old man. Corduroy pants yeah. and suspenders. And then like, I want to be like, um, I don't know. Dead. maybe like 80s 90s i'll be like dr sebi in his last years where i'm healthy i can go about places but then like somebody kills me <laughs> i was just gonna jump on that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you i don't want to before me <laughs> so so uh yeah man big weekend big 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 weekend so yeah. i'm gonna try to stay off of social media the best i can this weekend because yeah. i know somebody i'm gonna stumble across something and it's gonna piss me off and i'm gonna blame myself for being on there in the first place in all honesty no shades of social media you won't be missing out no 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 i'm, I'm gonna try to stay off of that. i'm gonna start playing like games or something on my phone yeah what happened <laughs> like i distracted. thought to the like i thought to myself i said if i'm not on my phone right now what would i be doing and i think it's because we lose touch like we start off they kind of get us, right? We start off like this as kids. We're playing video games all the time. And then they just replaced it with the cell phone and went like this. Mm-hmm. So now this stimulates us from like childhood mm-hmm. in like your head. But mm-hmm. it's like you just feel more adult about it. You're like, oh, I'm on social media. Mm-hmm. When deep down you want to pick up a controller <laughs> and you want to play some Smash Brothers. I think it's more complicated than that. Because I feel like is. there's so much things you can do on your phone that it's like impossible for you to like not use it. You no. know what I mean? So you can make phone calls, send text messages, stay connected with people, exactly. social media, play games, send emails, uh, measure things. Mm-hmm. You can measure things now with your damn phone. 100%. Uh, record podcasts. You can do so much with your phone that it's impossible for you to not have one. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Um. Let me see if we have any other topics. Do, 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 do. What are your thoughts about? I've been hearing this on other podcasts that I listen to. It's been mm-hmm. a interesting topic. I was gonna segue from what you um, said that you were gonna ask me before. Was that you were asking me when you were talking about Avengers? Mm-hmm. If I had to create a team, ah uh, yes. What team would I build to defeat Thanos? <laughs> okay, so my question for you, and I wanted to give that to you a couple of days ago. Um, while I look this other topic up, but um, 
it was inspired by this other podcast that I listened to and they talked about the malice in the palace. And mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to you the malice in the palace since you don't watch basketball is uh, the situation that happened in the NBA where uh, players and the audience kind of jumped on each other. Oh, really? Things got heated. Uh, a couple players jumped into the stands. Wow. A couple people jumped from the stands onto the court, got demolished, and all hell broke loose. It was Damn. the craziest situation I've ever seen in sports. It's like Game but, of um, Thrones. Yeah, on the basketball court. On the basketball court. So uh, that inspired me. Well, the, the podcast that I was listening to um, asked what was what would be their team of current basketball players mm -hmm. if something like that were to happen to okay. defeat the fans gotcha <laughs> so um so this inspired me to ask you this question like uh if the aliens were to come down to earth mm. and they are not friendly who would you recruit to defeat the aliens gotcha so once you asked me that question i went I did my research and I before you jump in I, I've asked this question before and I was kind of like just trying to modify it to make it more interesting yeah because obviously the first people that would be like oh my god I'll get Goku and yeah. Vegeta and Superman and, and Juggernaut. Batman Juggernaut. and Juggernaut and my team undefeated mm -hmm. so I wanted to make it a little more interesting so I wanted you to name mm -hmm. a person or thing mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you pick mm -hmm. or character give me the reason why they're a part of your team. Okay. So my first choice was actor and actually martial artist Michael J. or Ja White, if you guys are familiar. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? So He was Spawn. He was Spawn. Yeah. So I would choose him, one, because he's an actor. So like if he has to distract Thanos, he's really good at it, but he can also whoop ass. Mm -hmm. And he's really good at it. Mm -hmm. Like like I think he's highly respected by like the Asian community okay. and the martial arts community. Yeah. Okay. So like he's he was, he was in this movie years ago. It was a martial arts movie. Yeah, yeah. where he was like the main character, mm -hmm. and he was like he was busting ass. everybody's ass. Yeah. So for it's me, he's like a real life superhero. Like so, he's a real life, uh, like built to be uh -huh. a superhero. You know what I'm saying? So we'll put a picture of him up. So want to go back and forth, or you want to do your? I'm five? just gonna I'm just gonna go through. Okay. Because I have it on my mind of why why. Uh -huh. So, um, my next choice. And you might be surprised, but I said, you know, Elon Musk. Mm. And I chose Elon Musk because he's like the Tony Stark of the team. Ah. Like he's the brains. He can create fire torches. He's actually mm. uh, pretty, you know, smart about like the universe and stuff like that. So if he has to create ships or anything for the team, you have Elon Musk. So he's the guy on the computer. Yeah. So he's <laughs> the Tony Stark of my team. And then um, the strongest man, like who's the Hulk on my team? Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's literally for 2019. He's from Iceland. He's the strongest man. His name is Hopfor Julius Bajanson. <laughs> I know right. exactly who you're talking okay, about. Okay, so I chose him because he's going to be able to like move mountains and at least like grab Thanos's leg mm -hmm. and like give this guy a run for his money. Right. So and then. We're going to take. We're gonna. We're gonna go back mm -hmm. to the East Coast. Go up north, and I'm gonna get George Saint Pierre because he's one of the best <laughs> MMA fighters. That whether you're playing him in the video game or wherever, like you know, he's busting some ass. So they call him GSP or GSP or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> so like he, he's really badass. Like because he's mm -hmm. he's a great fighter, and he's been like undefeated. So. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, um, again, I don't know how to pronounce his name, 
but I'm a big fan of Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to choose Senshai Sor Kingstar, which is the best Muay Thai fighter mm-hmm. uh, to date. And um, I would just have him because when you're using elbows and knees, um, you need that for Thanos. He's big, you know, he's big and bulky, and you just got to get him with all that power. So, so I think that's my team. That's my top five, and I think that's pretty hardcore. Because that is pretty hardcore. That's funny because that a lot of those choices uh-huh. are very kind of similar to the ones that I have. Okay, um, I'm interested to hear what. You but have. I don't have any smart guy on my team. Kind I of, at least chose at least one out. like Elon yeah. Musk and like kind of bummed out about that angle that route. Yeah. I kind of just picked a bunch of like manly men. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Okay. So that how many did you pick? Five. I chose five. Five. Okay. That's what you asked for, right? Yeah. Longer. Let me see what I have. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, I have six. So I'll go down the line. Okay. So my team starts off with a very similar. To your last choice, he is actually the best Muay Thai fighter on the planet. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Mr. Tony Ja. Oh, Tony Ja. Tony Ja, Mr. Ong Bak himself. I haven't seen him in a little while, but Ong Bak himself. That was such a good movie because, yeah. like, oh my Did God. Did you remember that one scene where he was just like going up the stairs and just yeah. like annihilating no, the people? thing? The thing, what he, that was dope. And then at the end, where he like literally jumps, jumps in the sky the of the highest part and then grabs his knees and pulls them oh back to go God, into yeah. the guy. I'm like, that's that was, where it's like finish him. Yeah, and it's like, there's one scene too where he was like, he jumps off an elephant. Yes. And smacks somebody in the face with his Yo, foot. That's it. <laughs> so Tony Ja will come out the gate throwing elbows and knees at people. Outside so. of Jackie Chan's stunts, I have to say like that move, that movie was like, yo, amazing. Legit. Yeah. I think there's three of them. Yeah, there's three. It's just like... I didn't see the third, though. I don't think I have either. But uh, let me see. Do, 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 do. My second choice would be Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal now is just like... God damn it. No, Steven Seagal back in the day. Gotcha. Steven Seagal back in the day. Snapping necks and elbows backwards. Because and... I know recently he's had a couple like um bad roles. Not that he has ever had really good roles, but... My reasoning for picking him. No shade. (laughs) My reasoning for picking him is because I've never seen him get his ass whooped. True. Back in the day. You know what somebody pointed out, like on social media, that had me dying is that they said Steven (laughs) Seagal looks like one of the uh, Bond, like Soviet enemies. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? From GoldenEye video game. Yeah. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Good evening, Mr. Bond. (laughs) So I have Steven Seagal because he's invincible. Nice. Um, let me see. Do-do-do. My next pick would be Mike Tyson in his prime. Mike Tyson is crazy. Cause, like I, yeah. even Thanos can't mm-hmm. can't handle because you always have to have that wild card on the team. If that, I was see honestly, my third choice before I chose like the guy from Iceland. I was like, all right, maybe we're going with Mike Tyson and we're mm-hmm. gonna piss him off real bad. Mm-hmm. So Mike Tyson is uh, my wild card. He's that uh, guy that acts crazier than anybody else I, on the opposite team. I can't. I can't go against anybody. That. So, nope. uh, my next guy is my favorite. One of my favorite action heroes of all time. 
I thought you were just gonna like end up saying like, "Oh, it's Hitler." No, <laughs> no, it's horrible. One of my favorite action heroes of all time, your spirit animal from a few episodes ago. Oh no, who is Jean Claude Van Damme? <laughs> Jean Claude fucking Van Damme. Was he gonna dance them to death? No, he's gonna split everywhere. Yeah. Is he Ooh, gonna come? Splits everywhere. Is he gonna come in with those? Uh, what was that movie where he had like the uh, the Oakley yellow glasses? Is it Time Cop? Was it Time Cop? Is that the one where he like travels time? Yeah, but like mm-hmm. he's like at the end, like he dies or something like that. I think uh, it was time. He had yellow glasses. Ah, what was that movie? That up. As you explain, I'm going to look yeah, it up. So Jean-Claude Van Damme. I've never seen anybody <laughs> split. Honestly, I think this is your man like celebrity crush. A man Jean- crush Monday. <laughs> yeah, list. Jean-Claude Van Damme. This is like your whole man crush Monday list because like. JCBD, that's my dude. You bring up Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's like, my oh. guy, man. Like when you think about like action movies. Even though a lot of his movies are very similar, like mm. Bloodsport is exactly like um what was that other movie that's just like it? Um, where he does like all this training in the beginning. He loses a friend, so he has to avenge his friend, or his friend gets hurt and he has to like go into like this Mortal Kombat style oh like God. competition. And uh yeah, man, he just I've never seen anybody kick a fucking bamboo tree down. Or coconut tree. Jean-Claude Van Damme, I gotta say, he's just like... And those dance moves. And those dance moves. Yo, those dad moves. That's what's gonna distract Uh, Thanos. It's gonna hypnotize everybody. So, there goes Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, my next one is actually one of my other favorite action heroes of all time. And he's also invincible. (laughs) Mr. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. Die Hard Bruce Willis? Die Hard Bruce Willis. Oh, my God. Die Hard Bruce Willis is invincible. Like, this guy walks over glass with bare feet. It's kind of true, He though. jumps out of a moving <laughs> helicopter. He sh- shot a car into a helicopter in one of the movies. And he rolls <laughs> out of danger. <laughs> Unscathed. I can't. He'll have, like, a okay. couple, like, black marks from, like, fucking motor oil or something that's it and uh and he's always in like 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 a guinea tea always and he jumps out of a window he ties like a fire hose around his waist and smashes through windows like a fucking i don't know but bruce willis is my guy and last but not least my other wild card and i think uh your significant other will like this choice Oh no. The rattlesnake himself. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. God damn it. Because I can picture him now. He can punch a couple aliens in the face, smash a couple beers, and just like drink them and go, oh hell yeah. He's like, do you want more Thanos? <laughs> you're like, no. He's the toughest motherfucker on the planet. God damn it. He wrestled with two bad knees. Stones oh, versus three, literally stone cold for the stones of the universe. Yo, three sixteen, boom, shit is going down. That's it. Damn. So that wraps up wraps up my super team, right? You know there. what? I'm not mad. And if we brought both of those teams together, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still have your list? Yeah, I accidentally deleted my list. No, I like definitely have thumb. my list. I'm gonna send me your list, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put a poll. <laughs> Oh my god! Be like, I have to write out the names. I mean, I did like uh-huh. I uh, snap pictures. Yeah, snap pictures of everyone, and then send me the names, and then um, 
send them over to me gotcha. and then i'm gonna put a poll no no definitely <laughs> and then i'll make like a little promo video see which which team people will prefer that was definitely fun that was definitely fun so those are our two super teams um yeah so you know i hope that avengers is uh what i've been reading it is mm. as far as uh hype if you have to go out with a bang over like if you consider the whole marvel universe like a tr not like a trilogy because that's trilogy is three but mm -hmm. i'm saying if if you're seeing it as a whole like disc set mm -hmm. you gotta go out with a bang like if you're watching like thor mm -hmm. or you're watching iron man or the spider-man movie movies in between or like again dr strange mm -hmm. like at the end of all this chaos you have to go out with a bang i'm talking about even from a technical aspect, like the special effects have to be crazy. The concept of mm -hmm. the special effects have to be crazy. And I think that they did that in the last movie. Mm -hmm. So if they take that and double it, mm -hmm. I'll be happy. Boom. Oh, what? Civil War, right? Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. Mm -hmm. Infinity War was like amazing in the way that they balanced the action and the story. Mm -hmm. So if they do like the same mm -hmm. thing. I read one thing where it was like um, it's a perfect balance of humor, tears, uh -huh. sad and happy tears, uh -huh. action, and just fun. That's good. So That's the good. initial reviews are out and Rotten Tomatoes had it like at 95. Mm -hmm. uh, IGN, I think, gave it a 9.5. Question, did War mm -hmm. Machine dissipate? No, he's, he's still with the original crew. I don't but uh yeah man so i'm looking forward to this weekend should be fun uh we have a crew of like 10 people going nice uh so it should be a good time yeah um so i guess let's wrap this up with the gallery oh we're doing a gallery nice. of course man we gotta okay. do gallery every single time bro. gotcha so i'm guessing you don't have anybody no it's not that um mm -hmm. actually i actually had a couple of people in mind but i will let you go first this week okay so the first person i want to shout out is a gentleman that i actually bought pieces from last week i think i showed you the stickers that i bought okay um it's uh i like how the colors of the prints came uh -huh. out so it's dope. uh an artist by the name of alex mdc mm. now you may if you look him up you may uh be familiar with his style of uh artistry mm -hmm. because he did a lot of six nine stuff before he went in mm. Uh, so he did a lot of the covers. I think of the last couple of covers right before he went in. That's super. Um, he made that little character of him with the little uh, super soaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah running. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did that, and um, yeah, he's overall he's a really dope artist. He does little sculptures, little statues mm. of his own little characters. Um, he does this set of um, what he calls uh, I think he called them reveals or something okay. like that uh let me just look that up real quick so i can get that correct so it is alex mdc alex solis so he's uh one of us nice <laughs> one of me one of you <laughs> he has this series called the unmasked series where he has two artists that are similar in somehow some somehow some way um and um He'll have one taking the head off, revealing the other one. For example, uh, one of them that he has that I got the sticker of was uh, one of the the Night King from mm. Game of Thrones taking his head off, revealing to be Elsa from Frozen. Okay. Uh, another one was um, uh, Bulbasaur or Blast. Uh, I think it was Blastoise. So Blastoise, the Pokemon mm -hmm. 
taking his head off, revealing to be um, Bowser, Bowser Super Mario. That's so right. I thought that was really dope concept. I guess he's he's taking into consideration like the the body shapes of these, mm-hmm. or like the type That's of a, yeah. Well, somehow, somewhat, because uh, the one that he uh, posted on his uh, Instagram recently, mm. and I'll show that really quick. Um, it's actually Godzilla. If you guys can see that, I won't be able to see it on the screen, but hopefully that focuses. If not, I'll do it on this camera. There it is. So it's um, Godzilla taking its head off, revealing to be Yoshi. So obviously there's a, a thing there. Um, so he's really dope. Uh, so check him out. I'll put his name right over here. Uh, Alex MDC. Uh, the next shout out I want to give is to a gentleman by the name of Antonetti. Oh, damn. Almost messed up his name. Antonetti Ledesma. Antonetti Ledesma. Ledesma is a gentleman that I met through work. Okay. Now he started off doing the same work I do, working mm-hmm. with kids, mentoring, behavior assistant, and stuff like that. So he actually started his own agency by the name of Heroes in the Field. Interesting. Now he has these workers and he has like these main workers and then they have like a superhero that they um emulate can re- emulate and mm-hmm. relate to. So he goes by the name of Ant Man. That's dope. <laughs> so um Heroes in the Field is just a group of uh like-minded individuals mm-hmm. working in the community to uh, help the kids that are in need. Um, they uh, have a list of behavior assistants, mentors, and therapists okay. uh, working out there in the community with the kids. Nice. Uh, they work together with other community resources and community uh, groups mm. uh, to throw events. Um and uh yeah just for the the neighborhoods that need it uh a little positivity and uh, a little motivation uh those guys are out there uh making a difference in the world so shout out to them i'll put their names here so you can follow their instagrams uh because they're definitely doing something big in your neighborhood Mm. uh they work um in several counties Uh, i know they're in Passaic county uh always doing stuff in Passaic and patterson and stuff so um but they're all over the place so so uh shout them out uh not shout them out give them a follow real quick and uh tell them that we sent you um and the last one i was going to shout out in the last episode but i didn't know the the full instagram name so uh the other calcaño sister uh carolyn uh has a photo booth business Mm. so she has uh calcano photo booth underscore and underscore events nice so she has a photo booth that she make uh has at your disposal Mm -hmm. obviously for a rate okay and uh you can use it for your events she has really cool prints um available um on the spot and uh you know like we mentioned in the last episode the sisters are very ambitious girls and they're um you know they're big supporters of us and what we do so the least we can do is um give them you know, a shout right back a shout right back and uh always support them and everything that they do and uh you know just to show appreciation for the love that they always showed us so Definitely. uh follow them give them a follow if you're looking for a photo booth holla at her yeah. uh rates are good sometimes she'll put a for like a discount rate so make sure you catch her <laughs> on those days and um yeah tell her that we sent you that's dope give us a referral code 
Yes. <laughs> so we can get a discount yes. for a photo booth. Um, so that wraps up mine. I know it's a little quick, but um, you know, we're just trying to wrap up this episode because yeah. it's going a little longer than usual. But um I got two people real yeah. quick. Um Go for it. one, um we've been following each other for a really long time. Um she's a female that kind of like does everything that we do in her own uh world and realm of just what she does and i mm -hmm. think she needs to be acknowledged and this is on instagram you guys might not know her as sunzi but sunzi. i know her as asia and asia has always been a very big supporter of ours and just mm -hmm. like a awesome human being in general so um she's into the uh cosplay world mm -hmm. she has a podcast called i know the first one i think it's maybe they kept the same name i think it's a uh, geek and chill mm -hmm. something like that so um she has a podcast and they 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 speak it upon is geek and chill it's geek and chill see it stuck with me so um it's one of those podcasts where they speak more on the movies within like the comic book realm or mm -hmm. just like animes and all these other things like they love to nerd out talk about upcoming video games and stuff like that and on top of that um i don't i don't know if she's really putting it out there like that yet but she's working on her artistry as a female rapper mm -hmm. that you know she speaks more on the cosplay world mm -hmm. or she uses a lot of punchlines that are from you know the geeky the geeky world. nerdy world so like she's yeah. doing her thing mm -hmm. sometimes she keeps uh, her stuff on the low because she's mm -hmm. still building but she, she was supposed to send me a sample which i'm still waiting for by the way <laughs> she's a friendly reminder she's a renaissance woman <clears throat> like we are like renaissance men and i really respect her artistry like she's created some costumes over the years that i'm always like in awe of because just the people who attend like you know comic-con and stuff like they put so much time work and energy into those costumes and you guys should be acknowledged because you're actually true artists so that and i want to give another shout out because he actually was helping um family in a time of need um eats by dre eats by dre needs a big eats. shout out that's my guy yeah man. man like eats by dre one is a very very cool guy mm -hmm. and he is a great chef at what he does and he incorporates his specialty mm -hmm. um you know of how he spices up his food mm -hmm. and um he's helping people including himself um he's very passionate about what he does he's very meticulous and um i just want to give him a shout out um i met him i think like once in the past but i've spoken mm -hmm. to him many times mm -hmm. and he's always come through mm -hmm. on a hundred percent of the quality mm -hmm. and everything like that so guys he's one of a few people that i've met off twitter yeah yeah no he's like <laughs> he's just such a cool guy and like he really he really believes in what he does he's a he's he's a great chef in the way that he's bringing together two different worlds mm -hmm. and uh just look it up look him up and the rest will be explanatory yeah man so um he does these uh treats for you guys if you guys know what i'm saying yeah you know he'll hook you guys up tell him that we sent you yes so he could give us discounts <laughs> So look out for all these great artists per yeah, usual. Man. That's the gallery. I hope you guys 
enjoyed your uh, session mm-hmm. with us today. Mm-hmm. Hope it was insightful. Yes, sir. Hope it's inspiring. Yeah. Remember to follow everybody uh, that we mentioned. Uh, follow goes a mile. Um, yeah, so that was uh, episode 14 for you guys. Thank you guys yeah. for sticking with us. Uh, again, make sure to uh, go on Apple Music, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Um, also go on Spotify, give us a follow, even if that's not your main source of mm-hmm. uh, listening to this podcast. It just looks good for us numbers-wise. Um, and also YouTube. We're trying to build up the YouTube channel. So you know, make sure to give us a view, uh, give us a like, give us a comment Mm -hmm. uh make sure you turn on those notifications as well so you can uh get the the latest releases as they go up so uh thank you once again um and tune in guys and tune in next time as the Mm -hmm. story unfolds everything that we were talking about hopefully we have better better and better news each time this podcast comes on so we'll give you an update hopefully we can give you more information next time um that wraps it up guys thank you for joining us um and as usual let's hit them with the intro with the outro, outro. Bang. Bang.